Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of life living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. Here we are once again, and... I am very excited about today's show because it really talks about something that drives me crazy, which is that phrase, this or something better. I never liked that phrase until recently because I always just said, you know, I thought about the best thing. I know what I want. And I don't need you to top it. I just need you to do what I'm telling you to do. I don't need any delays. I just need what I want. I just need what I asked for. I don't need any more. And um, and it seems that whenever I'm in that mood, it puts a kibosh on everything. So and it slows the energy way down. So when I was thinking about what show we would do, what topic we'd talk about today, this came in loud and clear because I had a, a recent experience where I got the or something better part, and it was so much better and so beyond anything I could have ever imagined up that it made me a true believer in the phrase. So I wanted to talk today about um, these phrases that we have, this or something better, like go and like God, the highest, greatest good of all concern, divine delays, and all that kind of stuff, these is what we would consider to be almost cliches, um, <clears throat> excuse me, serve a, a purpose. And so today we're going to talk all about that. Now, if you'd like to ask me a question uh, later in the show, you can call in at 347-215-9485 and get in the queue and Sam will um, get your name and where you're from and let me know that you're on the line. We need to ask a question, so we'll get to that in a little bit. So that's 347-215-9485. And also, if you have not started to participate in our free online course, the AHA Factor online course, the free version of it, then please make sure you do that. Um, it's at theahaway.com, so www.theahaway.com. Okay, so as far as the energy for what we're, um, <clears throat> excuse me, our little energy check-in uh, that I like you to each week, we have a new moon. We had a new moon the other day, so we are now in a waxing moon, which means that we are getting more and more moonlight each night up until the full moon, and this is a great time for manifesting. So not only are we, do we not have all the crazy retrograding planets, we and no we don't have any eclipses, we now have the fall harvest energy and a waxing moon. So you can't get better than this. This is great, uh, great energy for manifesting, great energy for what we're talking about, um, excuse me, great great energy for collecting what it is you've been desiring. So open yourself to receive and don't talk yourself out of it. I've seen a lot of people doing that lately. It seems to be a little bit of a trend. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about that too. Um, Let me just think, is there any other announcements? Oh, I know next week we have our election day here in the United States. I know many of you are from overseas and and other places in the world, so you don't have to worry about it like we do. But if um, if you are in the United States, please vote if you haven't already. And um, it's a really, really, really important time for all of us, and as we all know. So please do that. And I have not decided if we're going to have a show next week or not. I'm going to let the guides dictate that. Um, I know our show is pretty late in the day for people, so um, I'm not sure not sure yet. I have to ask the guys. But so the way that you find out if we're going to have a show, either your email by being on our email list, or you can just go to blogtalkradio.com and check to see what episodes are coming up. I usually put them up pretty close to the show time just because they get channeled. They kind of get downloaded to me as I go. 
But uh, we'll, we'll sort out for next week, and, and I'll let you know if we're going to do a show or not. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get into our conversation for tonight. So it's this or something better. How the universe tops your best ideas. So <clears throat> I know that there have been times where there is a specific thing or a person that, or situation that I feel like I must have, that I just have to have. And I'm sure you have had that experience as well, especially when you get into the world of manifesting and creating with energy and all those types of things, parallel realities and this type of thing, and you start to study this type of work and work with energy. You have a tendency, we all do, to get very invested in what we're asking for. And it's very legitimate because in, as part of any of those instructions as far as manifesting, whether you use the law of attraction or the parallel realities or any of the other ways, um, however you're coming at it, one of the key things is to get very clear on what you desire, right? You hear, hear that a lot and to, um, to make sure that you're emotional about it as well, right? Because you're about to be the lighter fluid to your manifestation is being emotional about it, feeling it in, feeling it in, you know, and all that. And what happens when we get that, to that heightened emotion and we get very invested in our visions, in our ideas, is we get attached. And then the big directive is, and then let it all go. So it's like, hmm. So as to get really, really into this, get all these details, and get all this emotion around these details. So now I'm all amped up. I'm all invested. So then I come up out of this visioning session or whatever I'm doing, and I'm all freaked out because I'm all excited. And then my first natural thing is, how do I get it? When do I get it? How do I get it? When do I get it? I mean, I just got I did all the emotion. I did all So then you start looking around for signs. And then you can't necessarily see the signs. Or maybe you get a little bit of a sign, and then you go back to, I'm going to go visualize it some more. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. So you go and reinvest more. And you get more and more attached. And then you look for more signs, and, you know, you get more emotionally attached. And then you start to try to push people, especially if you're dealing with relationship situations, where I see it all the time, all the time, where women, <clears throat> excuse me, try to start to push, try to push the person that they have their eye on into submission, <laughs> really, where they try to push that person into behaving the way that they want them to behave. Um, they also arrest, we also arrest our happiness based on when this thing or person comes, comes and starts doing what we want or comes to fruition. So we say kind of often not even consciously, well, I can't be happy and I can't feel this heightened emotion that I've just conjured up unless this thing happens. If I, can't, if I don't have this thing, then I can't be happy. If this person doesn't behave the way I want them to behave, then I can't be happy. So I, need to, I want to be happy, so I need to push them along so they start behaving the way I want them to behave so I can be happy. That's called arresting your happiness. Okay? Happiness, joy, bliss, any kind of positive, forward-moving emotion is, um, is always based on non-attachment, okay? And it is also um, extremely important to carry that energy as best you can so you can attract more of it, so that you can um, allow, not even attract, but allow more of it. If you say, okay, my happiness is not allowed until my debt is paid, I have all this money, my, I have the new job that I want, I have the person, you know, that I want to be with, I have the house, I have the car, I have, I've lost the weight. If you put your happiness based on these conditions, you will be miserable for a really long time. And what that does is it keeps you in parallels of misery. It keeps you in what we call the purgatory parallels. And you get yourself into a spin. Then you start picking those negative things over and over and over again and get then panicking over timing because you want to know when is this going to happen because I can't be happy until this happens and I've been unhappy for, an unhappy for a really long time. And what people don't realize is that when you are so unhappy, you're, you're lowering your frequency further, you're pulling your frequency further and further and further and further and further away 
from what you need to be to be in alignment with what it is you're asking for. So that new relationship has a certain frequency signature, pretty high one, pretty high vibration. So that's, let's say, up, you know, on the latter 10 rungs. But where you are in despair and frustration and worry and anxiety and trying to control everything, you're down at the first rung of the ladder. So you've got nine rungs in between where you need to be for you to actually be able to have this thing materialize in your world and where you are holding yourself at, right? So if, you're going, if you want to go up that ladder rung by rung by rung, you have to create a, or simulate the level of frequency of what it is you're desiring in all the other parts of your life, right? So you can't stay spinning and waiting and then calling psychics, oh, give me the answer, give me the answer. Is this going to happen for me? Is this there? Do you see this happening for me? Do you see it happen? If you're coming to any psychic intuitive or whatever and you're saying, are you seeing this happening? Are you seeing this happening? Are you seeing this happening? In that kind of a way, with that kind of desperation, the answer should be no because with that level of desperation and frustration, exasperation, all those things, you're still out of alignment with the frequency of what that thing that you desire represents, which is usually joy and bliss and excitement and all that. And when you're out of that, you're in that disconnect, you can't, it, it can't show up in your world. Now, it's not really that it's showing up in your world or not showing up in your world. You're choosing a parallel, and every single option already exists. Okay, so when you're when you're choosing the parallel of <clears throat> excuse me, when you're choosing the parallel of phenomenal relationship, it's that phenomenal relationship is already fully in operation, already exists. When you're choosing the parallel of uh, purgatory, that already exists and it's always going to exist. So it's not a matter of you creating anything; it's about you, you creating you. It's about you choosing you. It's about you choosing which version of you you want to participate in. And when you start to have your vision of having, you know, of being a part of that, what you're doing is actually remote viewing, kind of looking into the window. I was teaching a class earlier today, and this analogy came up that was really great. It's like being at the aquarium. You know, looking at the various fish tanks, you see whales in one and dolphins in another and seahorses in another, and you put your face to the glass and you're looking into that tank and you're watching their whole habitat. Well, that's what looking at your parallels is. When you're doing your visioning work or when you're doing your alignment sessions, I should say, you're trying to, you're looking into, you're remote viewing something that is already in operation. It's a version of you that already exists. And then you're making a choice whether you want to participate in that particular tank or you want to move to a different tank. Okay, you want to swim with the dolphins, you want to swim with the seahorses, you want to swim with the sea lions, you want to swim with the whales, whatever you want to swim with, you can choose. But you have to be in frequency alignment with that particular tank. Okay, and you have to view it. And when you do the viewing, then you kind of get to know what that habitat is and you get the feeling of it, you get the frequency signature of it. And then when you say, okay, that tank, I want to swim with the dolphins. Okay, so what's the signature of that? What's the characteristics of that? What, what's required for me to get into that tank? Okay, so in this case, it's frequency alignment. And the way that you do that is you start to focus on how you would feel if you were in that tank, swimming with those dolphins, you'd feel expansive, mystical, magical, blissful, happy, joyful, um, free, right? And then, so what you want to do is take those characteristics that you expect to feel when you're actually in the tank and start living them now in other areas of your life and other things that you're doing in your life. So you want to sort of go for, you know, I may not be swimming as the dolphins directly, but I can catch, capture those feelings, the feeling tone of that in my daily life, whether you're vacuuming the kit floor or washing the dishes or going clothes shopping or going for a run or whatever it is. You, what you want to do is reach for, is to align with, the frequencies that you expect to feel when you're swimming in that dolphin tank. And that's how you get yourself in frequency alignment so that the dolphin tank, you get the invitation from the dolphin trainer, hey, I see you down there really enjoying looking at our dolphins. Would you like to come take a swim? And you say, oh, my goodness, you picked me? Oh, okay. And then off you go. Okay? So that's kind of the analogy of how the parallels work. Now, 
let's say you're looking at the dolphin tank, but the sea lions would be better. <laughs> but you don't know that. But you know that the dolphin tank looks good. And you're like, this is good enough for me. But there's something about the sea lions that are, would really be better. But you don't know that the sea lions are even in the aquarium because they're on the other side. But you, you're, you're fixated on the dolphins. And you're standing on line for the dolphins. You're like, okay, I'm going to swim with these dolphins. I'm going to swim with these dolphins. I'm going to swim with these dolphins. But your higher self, okay, the version of you that's that energetic version of you that can see everything, kind of the eyes behind your head, your big binoculars of life, you know, the periscope of the submarines, all kinds of analogies. That higher self knows that what you're trying to accomplish is, let's say, a uh, – you know, a certain type of swimming or a certain type of interaction with an animal. And the sea lions would be a much better group for you to swim with than the dolphins. But you focus on those dolphins. But they need you to look at the sea lions because if you got into the sea lion tank, it would be in so much better alignment than the dolphins. In fact, you'd be out of alignment with the dolphins. But you're obsessed with the dolphins. You keep saying, i got to swim with the dolphins. And they say, well, swimming is really what you need. And these sea lions are fantastic. So what you'll see is that instead of you getting this automatic pointing from the dolphin trainer, you'll be standing there and it seems like there's some sort of delay. Well, why aren't they picking me? Why aren't they picking me? Oh, well, how do they pick the person right next to me to swim with these dolphins? Don't they see how much I want to swim with the dolphins? But your higher self knows that the sea lions are better. But sea lions are behind you in a totally different tank. So, so, so somebody... So what happens is the universe kind of starts to configure an or something better scenario. So it might lead you to the dolphins and somebody bumps into you and you turn around and when you get that bump and you're kind of annoyed and you turn around and you look and you see this big sea lion making faces at you through the tank on the other side. You're like, whoa, wait a second. And you see the eyes and there's this connection. And you feel drawn over there. And immediately when they see you drawn in that direction, you get the high sign from the sea lion trainer saying, you, hey, would you like to come and swim in the sea lions? Because now you are in the direction that's of the or something better. Your higher self has now inserted something that says, okay, yes, we know you want to swim with one of these, you know, marine creatures. This experience is just going to be so much more expansive for you than that one. So that one might be a catalyst to get you in the aquarium, but this is where you're going to thrive, okay? So you're getting your side door experience. We call those side door experiences. That's your or something better. And when you get into there, then and you'll know the or something better because it'll go fast, okay? It'll, it, when something's right, okay, when it's really right and you're really in alignment, there's no delay, in the sense that when you when you've hit it, when you've nailed it, when it's your higher self and your physical self are in sync, it goes boom, 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 boom. Now that doesn't mean that if you're having delays that you're off. It just means that when when we're talking about that, the actual loading end of the frequency is actually here. It's like it just is one thing trips to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Okay. Now, again, if you are focus on the dolphin tank and you're fixated and you've done your vision and then you start to get mad and then you start to tell everybody off who's also at the dolphin tank because you haven't gotten your swim and everybody else needs to get their swim. It may be that you're in the right place but with the wrong focus, right? You're in the right aquarium but you're focused on the wrong creature. That is what, and so you don't get that easy flow. You know, you try to climb up the side of the tank, they push you down. <laughs> they say, well, you're going to get arrested if you try that again. You try to find somebody. Do you know somebody who has, do you know that trainer who does the dolphins? Can you talk to them for me? You know, you start to orchestrate, start to orchestrate. And it doesn't work. I had a friend who was doing an audition um, for HSN and for QVC. And she called me up and she's like, you know, I'm up for this audition with HSN. And it was going to force her to move to Florida. And she was so determined. She had talked to all these casting directors and she had friends who worked for HSN and she had, she had uh, made this person and that person. And I were gonna, you know, she went down to Tampa. She was determined she was getting this thing. And I said, I don't think you're going to get this. 
it's not right for you. And she just white-knuckled it. She's not into spirituality at all, not, not at all. And she just grit her teeth and she white-knuckled it. She convinced her family that everybody needs to be in Florida and all this. And it just, she was so attached. She was so attached. And she was so far down the path. She was already anticipating you know, how her career was going to blow up in a good way, uh, you know, after participating on this show and blah, blah, blah. And it just, she was so attached that I knew it wouldn't work because she was repelling it. And sure enough, it didn't work. And actually for good reason, because she ended up getting something better um, uh, in, in Northeast where she belongs. But the point was that when I was listening to her, it was a real lesson in how people will take nose, you know, and they will white knuckle it and 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 grip grip down on it, like bite down on it, and not let it be. Now, sometimes there is there are times tenacious, and you have to sort of be in that zone of, I'm, no matter what, I'm going, I'm going for this. A lot of times in your career, this happens. Um, you know, fighting. You know, when you're in a marriage or something. You know, there's different scenarios. Um, having that sense of tenacity and stick to and and those things and, and courage and, and that kind of staying with something all the way through is different, is a different energy than biting down on something and, and insisting that it goes your way, okay? That's two different things. So having the tenacity to follow the signs and say, okay, this over here is feels right to me and that's what you want to do is feel for it my friend when she was doing with the audition she said it makes sense to her this this is you know a daily gig and she can make this much money and see this blah, 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 blah. and she was just in the zone of it's going to work because this is the configured on paper this looks like what i need it to look like so i'm going to go after it which is very different than feeling led to it and then it tripping off open door to open door to open door to to a little bit of a delay of an open door, but then an open door, right? As opposed to biting down and trying to force and force and force and force and every obstacle, you're going after it anyway. If you're getting that many obstacles, then what you want to do is stop. Take a deep breath. Change your environment. That's always good to change your, changing your environment changes your frequency. So take a different way to work. Have a different flavor of your coffee in the morning when you go to Starbucks, whatever. Change something so that you can change the frequency. You can bounce the frequency. And when you do that, then you'll, you can ask the question, what do I need to know most right now? What's my path of most allowance? How do I move forward? Okay? How does this move forward? Is this the right thing for me? And once you do that, then you start to let the answers come in and follow them. Don't argue with them follow them. Sometimes they're leading in a totally different direction than you expected. Okay? That's the or something better. Now, the full phrase of for this or something better, because there's a second part, the full phrase is this or something better for the highest and greatest good of all concern. Okay? So for the highest and greatest good of all concern. So when you're thinking, is Bobby my soulmate? And even worse, asking the questions, Bobby, my soulmate, is different than Bobby is my soulmate, and I know it. And there's nobody else out there who's like him, and he has to be. He, it's him. It's him. He's my soulmate. He's the one. He's my soul twin flame. He's my this. He's my that. And and I have to have him. And, and I have to have him. And I have to have him. And he's. I have to have him. And I have to have him now. So I'm going to call the site again. I ask her, when am I going to have Bobby? Is Bobby my soulmate? Although I know he's my soulmate. If I don't like what she says, I'll hang up on her. But you know, <laughs> I've had people literally hang up on me because they didn't like what I said. Um, but is Bobby my soulmate? Is Bobby my soulmate? Is Bobby my soulmate? Okay. They they hear your question, but the question is the wrong question. Is the union of Bobby and I for my highest, or Bobby and me, not for my highest and greatest good? Is it for his highest and greatest good? Am I the best twin flame for him or soulmate for him? Okay, is this for both of our highest and greatest good? 
Because if it's not, it's not going to happen anyway. And and if it and if it if it if he's not, then you're pushing up against resistance, right? So there's the you know, and if he, if he's not, there's something better. There's someone better. So when you're saying this or something better for the highest and greatest good of all concern, that's what it means. Okay, now, I used to hate that phrase. <laughs> like, it is for his highest and greatest good. He used to, he's mine. He belongs with me. Right? <laughs> no. No. And every time there was some sort of major delay with some kind of guy, but later on, this was like the year of the ex-boyfriends. I swear, Facebook or something. And and, later, and and when you look back, you know, however many decades, and you say, oh, oh that's what I remember praying for this man. Now I'm like praying, thanking God that it didn't work out, right? So you you can see it with some distance. That's why, you know, hindsight in 2020 comes up. But it you, with some distance on it, you can see, gosh, I was being navigated through all kinds of things. I kept spinning out, going back. My angels and guides must be so exhausted. Maybe that's why they're all in Tahiti, you know, uh, because I just completely wore them out with that last spin spin out of whatever it is, you know, my, my belligerence. So if you're hitting up against obstacle after obstacle after obstacle or someone's pulling away to the point of no return, let it go. That's the let go and let God. So with the let go and let God, let God is whether you can insert whatever word feels most aligned to you. So God, Jesus, the universe, spirit, all that is, you know, any of the my parallels, whatever it is that, you know, you want to choose, however you want to choose it, you want to say let go and let God. Now, you are choosing parallels, okay? However, how those parallels load in is not your choice per se, okay? So those frequencies, so you come up with a big end result. I live in this house with this fabulous relationship and a cute dog, okay? And now you do your alignment sessions where you're talking to a friend about your friend's commenting on the cute dog and the cute husband and the cute house, the sweet house that you got, the guys have together. So now, so that confirmation that you're living in that new, that parallel. And so that's what you do in your alignment session. Now, then there's this whole thing of that frequency loading in. And because you're maintaining a frequency of it's already happened and I'm being complimented on it, and it's all fantastic and better than I could have ever imagined, it's loading in, in your physical life starting now. And it might, it's going to come in in a variety of different ways. That's the let go and let God part. They're saying is, we know what you want. You already showed us the end result of what you desire. How it comes in is up to us because we're like the energetic stylist. Okay, so this is kind of a, a, actually an analogy I was using earlier in the class when I was teaching earlier today. And I loved it. So <laughs> they dropped it in today and I was like, oh, that's such a good analogy. So a stylist is someone that comes in and talks to you about what you know what you want to look like and what kind of image you want to present, and then they they set up your wardrobe and accessories and your glam and all that for you, right? So, but the first thing they do is they break down whatever you have in your own closet, and a lot of times they get rid of everything, most things, right? So let's say they came in, they help you clean out your closet. Now, you know you're stuck with your you have one pair of pants left and a pair of jeans, and and that's it. And they say, okay, now, the world is your oyster. Let's see, what is it that you desire? What what kind of activities do you like to do? What, um, let's see what you need. And, and, and they go, and, and what colors and what fabrics? And are you allergic to wool? And da, 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 you want everything cotton, all these things, right? And they take all this inventory, and then they go out, and then they source it for you. They bring you your options. They put a bunch of options together based on their experience, based on, their knowledge and wisdom of all different designers out there. Maybe they go to a trunk show and get you something special. Or maybe they go out and they just go to the mall and they pick up a bunch of stuff so it keeps you from having to do it. But they give you options. And then you, they come to your house with the rolling rack of clothes and they come with the jewelry and they come with the shoes and the whole thing. And you say, I love this, I love that. And you try things on and they look at you like, well, mm, nah, let's get something better. That, okay, that's it. Look at it. And then you feel it and they feel, oh, this is it. This is the money. This is the money shot. This is it. Then you, you 
take that ensemble, we put it in the closet. Same thing with your parallels and your guides, okay? So there, consider them to be your energetic stylist, okay? When you first start this work, a lot of times things start to fall away. We've talked about this on other shows, right? If their relationship starts to break down, I've had friends disappear, you know, all kinds of things happen. These relationships start to break down, let them go. They're part of the old wardrobe. They don't fit in this new vibrational frequency that you're going towards. It's okay. I don't, I don't care if it's relationships with, you know, uh, romantic relationships, friendships, or whatever. Let it go. Stop fighting for a backwards frequency, okay? It's okay to say, huh, this is not working right now. I'm going to let it go because guess what? If they are meant to be in your world, in the new parallel that you're choosing, another version of them will be a part of that new parallel. And it will be a, a frequency-aligned version. So you're going to get a much better connection with that person in the new parallel. Okay? So stop trying to hold on to a backwards situation when you're trying to move forward. Okay? So you're letting this, uh, these parallels load in. And kind of quote, as I say, call it, let the parallel have its way with you, okay? There are going to be times when you are flat out being protected, okay? And I have seen people completely ruin their lives because they don't listen and they don't, they don't, um, they want to hold on to their own mindset of how, you know, they're, they're, they're not listening internally, right? They're not, really paying attention to how they're feeling with a person and they get themselves in deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, there's a difference between a divine delay and a no way, okay? And a no way is where there's always a massive obstacle where it's just like, and you feel it. You feel like not only is there an obstacle, but you just it's just being blocked, I remember falling in love with this house and, oh, my gosh, I want this house so bad and I'm saving, I'm saving all this. And I kept hitting, you know, first I was creating, getting these signs that it was the house for me. But then it sold. It, you know, it went into contract. And I was like, you got to be kidding. I'm doing all this stuff. It's going to fall out of the contract. Well, it didn't. It, it sold all the way, all the way. So I was devastated. Oh, my God, the manifesto doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. But then six months later, something way better showed up and I ended up with that. Um, and it was in so much better alignment in the first house, you know, had all kinds of problems, well problems, whatever. And it was just like, wow, you know, I was being protected from something. So if something shuts down, yeah, it, it, sometimes it is heart-wrenching. I'm not, don't, I'm not going to lie. It is heart-wrenching because you get really attached to these ideas. But that no way energy, trust it. Trust it. I remember going for a job interview in New York City, and it was a huge quadruple of salary and all this stuff. It was a huge job. And um, I really didn't want it, but I knew that it, my family would love it if I had it. And, um, and I went for these interviews, and I jumped, you know, jumped through every hoop, interviewed with six, seven people. Then the final thing was to go and interview with the top executive vice president, and um, he was, you know in New York. So I went to New York, went to his office, and for whatever reason, I couldn't even remember what school I went to. I drew blank. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm on this really high floor in this building. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. How you, how did you get through all the other interviews? He said, this is not going so well. I said, I don't know. And he said, you know, and he's like, okay, well, you know, so he saw me out and I left. And I went and called my recruiter. My recruiter's like, you blew it. How'd you blow it? Why'd you blow it? And I was so relieved that I blew it. I was so relieved. And I got on the train and I went home. And I was so relieved that I didn't get that job. Well, the recruiter is hysterical because, of course, it was a huge commission for him. And, you know, about a year later, we had a little thing called 9-11. And where I would have been working was in Tower 2 of the World Trade Center. And um, and a very high floor, and I was saved. I because I didn't get that job, and I was really close to getting that job. So the universe, even though I was trying, it wasn't for me that I wanted a job. I wanted the job so my family would feel 
proud of me, right, because it was much more in keeping with the kind of job that most of my family had. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's why I felt so relieved when I just didn't get the job. Oh, well, okay, I guess I have to go back to my own little business. <laughs> you know? And everybody's like, what? What? Oh, that's devastating. She didn't get the job. But I didn't want it. But I know why on an energetic level, it was, I wasn't meant to be a part of that soul group that left the planet with 9-11, right? So you always want to be careful what you wish for. There's a reason why that phrase came into being. Be careful what you wish for, okay? And sometimes there's a divine delay, and other times it's a no way, okay? If you're getting a no way experience, get your tissues, go for a walk, have a brownie, and then move on, move along, get out of the way of it, okay? Don't fight it. That's when it happens, when, when you start to get into these really big, horrible, hard problems, abusive situations, um, you know, accidents, you know, horrible things. It's, it's somewhere along the way you were not following the yellow brick road of alignment, okay, and you're trying to push an agenda or ignore, you know, there's all kinds of reasons. I'm not saying, you know, we're not getting all into that detail, but just heed the no way when it shows up. And then when you see that, just say, you know, can you please soothe my grief over it being something that I've lost that I really wanted and raise my optimism for what's in store because something much bigger is coming. Okay? All right. I think that's good for content for today and we have a couple of questions so I'm just going to take a sip here of my tea okay and um, if you are on the line and you've been waiting please heads up so that we can grab you and see what you have to say so our first caller oh both of you from California a couple of you from California okay so our first caller is Lori from California hi Lori Hi. Namaste. How are you? <laughs> Namaste. Good, Thank you. Yeah, Namaste. Good. What's so, your question? Um, well, my guides just really, really wanted me to talk to you, so here we are. <laughs> and okay. Now all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I have what I consider my life's work, and I've been doing it yeah. for a really long time, but I find ways to not make money. <laughs> and so... Yeah. I, I'm in service to my family right now as well, and that's kind of how I'm, you know, keeping my head above water. But I keep tipping away at my work with this big vision of it really working, but I feel like I'm constantly putting the brakes on. And I feel like my angels are really not tired of me, but, you know, get tired of the process. Like, I'm tired of the process. Um, and and so then, you know, all that doubt comes up. And I'm like, well, you know, I think this is, like, what I'm supposed to be doing, but maybe it's really not, or maybe it may just get out of my own way and do the business part of it, I actually would be making money, you know, all that. Okay, so what's the question? The question is, that's a good question. (laughs) Um, The question (laughs) is, if it feels like my life's work and I feel like on track with my creativity, um, but yet, I know that I'm putting the brakes on being seen or being really out there. Do I just trust that it's divine timing? Do I, tr- or do I think like, okay, maybe I'm actually not in the right, like I'm not, I don't know. I just thought, you know, with the title of the show and what you've been talking about, um, you know, it feels like uh, sometimes it's hard to know um, is it not happening because I'm not allowing it to happen, or is it not happening because it's really not my right livelihood, yeah. let's say? Okay, so so the, there's a couple of words that are tourniquets that you use a lot. Uh, and when you guys tell me these stories, I listen to some of the words from really watching the energy and the frequency of it. So your frequency, what you what you say over and over again is, it, it, I know this is my right life, my right work, what I should be doing. So there's a lot of rights and a lot of shoulds, and then you know, and then it's kind of like you have yourself cemented my life's work and the work I'm supposed to be doing. All of that is it, just it's just it's just a killer to your frequency because mm. we all have many purposes. 
many right. contributions. And it's not some right way or wrong way. It's a matter of is it a frequency aligned way for this time. Okay. Mm. The other thing that you said that kind of um, was a had a heavy hand to it because of the frequency you're spinning on it is, and I'm in service to my family right now. So mm-hmm. that means that so there's a servitude aspect. Okay. So can you mm-hmm. see how you're straight jacketing? yourself with his rights and the shoulds and the service and the servitude and, you know, so of course you're going to have some rebellion because you kind of got your inner child strapped in the shade jacket, you know, held right. in the basement throwing food down the stairs as you <laughs> go and give service to these other things. So right. the idea of being of even more service and, and you know, what make you want to hide instead of, quote, be seen. So mm-hmm. the energetic part of you is not flowing, so the money doesn't flow because money follows joy. Period. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, you know. And even if it's joy because you jo- enjoy making lots of money, you know, it's still money follows joy when it comes to flow. Okay, so right. if you are in a tourniquet and in, in a sense of servitude, ob- obligatory behaviors and actions and and then feel like you have to be in servitude to others and have, and you're in a should, right, warm, blah, 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 all that heaviness, that's right. not joy. Right. Okay? That's duty. Right. And how many joyful Marines have you seen? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're in duty. <laughs> they're in service. Right? They're yeah, joyful yeah, yeah. when they retire. Like, woo Or when they get home and see the family. That's the joy. But when they're in the in the troops, they're in service. There's a, mm-hmm. a, there's an obedience, okay. And obedience is different than the kind of fuel that you need to go forward. If that okay. makes sense. So, yes, yeah. What I would do is start to evaluate. I would make a list of what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Really, and um, and I'm not I'm not sure what work you do, but whatever that work is, you know, it, don't be afraid to put it down and do something else if it ha, if it's lost its frequency. It, a lot of times, especially as light workers like leaders, we outgrow systems that we've worked in for long periods of time we, and we want to move on, right? So, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, you say, oh, but, you know, the angels want me to be an angel leader because I've been doing readings for 20 years and it's like, but I hate to, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do readings anymore. I, it, it's just like I'm frustrated. I'm this, I'm that. But, I, but this is what I've always done. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my life purpose. No, it's not. Mm. It's one of many purposes. You've contributed in that way. Now it's time to move on. There's plenty of other people that do that. Maybe you're supposed to move on to write a book or, you know, lead a group or something different, something more expansive, something so that it's more aligned with your frequency ascension. Okay, because... You have to, as you grow, the people that you are going to be contributing to, I don't want to say in service to because that just puts too much heaviness on it, but the people that you're going to contribute to, they're going to grow. They're going to come, they're going to come in at a higher, higher frequency. The level of clients that I have now in my advanced classes is completely different than what I had two, three years ago. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a level of like, whoosh, because I've pushed forward, right? So, your clients are going to reflect where you're at. If you're holding yourself in a corner, that, that's what you're going to get. You're going to be still cornered in everything. Right. So I right. hope that's giving at least a little bit of direction. Um, just go out yeah, and I love it. start to, to reevaluate. All right? So good luck with that. Thank <laughs> you so much. Have a great night. You yeah, are so welcome. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. So... Let's see. Next, we have Evelyn in California. Hi, Evelyn. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Hello. Well, you okay? Oh, you great. are in a. You have a lot of traffic or something behind you. It's making a lot of interference on the line. Can, can you me? get to a quieter place? Can you hear me? Can you hear me better now? Yep, much better. Okay, okay so great. what's your question? I originally, I have two questions, and I changed my mind after listening to your great advice. I was like, oh. So my question is, I'm going to word it the way you you were telling the, you know, radio 
all of us were listening to you uh, to word it differently. Is it the best union? I'm like, is it for my highest good for the union of Danny and I to be together? Or I'm not sure how to word it. You did it much better. I'm trying to listen, uh, do it the way you were uh, mentioning earlier. Is it for my highest good for Danny and I to be together in a union, in a romantic union or romantic partnership? So you're asking that, is that you're asking how you should ask that? That's fine. No, no, no. You know. I'm asking, yeah, okay, question. Yeah. I was thinking out loud. Oh, yes. you're asking me to that's tell my, you whether yes. that's the yes, right that's guy for question. you? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, I don't want to answer that question, and I'll tell okay. you why. Because, first of all, actually, I'm not even getting a uh, – I mean, I, I can ask it intuitively, and I'm not really getting a full read on it, and I think because – when and when that happens, and that's why I said I don't want to answer that question, is because very quickly your guys came in and said she's giving the power away because okay. you don't you want to have you instead of asking the question and allowing your your own frequency to dictate, you're asking the question trying to get a guarantee so that you can know whether you should put energy into it or not, and so that's what's going to hold you up, and it's also going to hold up that answer with him. Okay, he's a, he's a, it feels like he's kind of in a 50-50 state. So it, there's a version of him that is absolutely the guy, and there's another parallel where he's not. And you get to pick which parallel you choose to be in. Now, if you feel like this is your person and you choose and you try that on for size and everything starts to line up, then... You're, you'll know. If it doesn't, you'll know. But what where you're at right now in your energy is attachment, like what okay. I was talking about at the very beginning of the show. And so yeah. it's very hard to get a read when you're that attached, so that's why you call and ask that type of question. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking that type of question. I'm glad you called in because I think this is where a zillion people, <laughs> thousands of people listening to these, these shows, are in the same boat, and God knows I have been too, right? Because you want it, you just want to hear, you want reassurance. Yes, hang in there. This is the right guy. He's the right one. Invest all your time in this one. This is your soulmate. This is who you know. But there's when we're working with frequencies and energy and parallels, there's all those scenarios that could potentially be do exist. It's a matter of what you choose. So, like we were talking about the tank with the you know dolphins or the sea lions kind of thing. Um, so they're kind of giving you a hard, kind of a hard, <laughs> hard knock response to your question, as opposed to a straight, you know, yeah, put all your energy into him and and, and run off into the sunset because it's going to work. Now, all that being said, what I suggest that you do to find out, and you can do this, is, and this is something I'm talking about a lot more in my my advanced classes, is you can see yourself from your light perspective. What that means is that we all have a physical version of ourselves and an energetic version of ourselves. Okay, so mm-hmm. your physical is your body and, and the energetic is like this giant ball of light, right? Well, he has that too. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is is go into a, a quiet space, close your eyes, see yourself as a ball of light. See him as a ball of light. Take notice of how close that ball of light is to you. Is it off in the distance? Is it really close, like in your face? Is it bouncing Uh around? Is it hard to even conceive of it? And that's going to let you know energetically the proximity of the two of you together. Okay? Okay. Now, if you change the color of the light, so let's say you you want romance, so you change your color of your light to pink. See what his ball of light responds, how it responds. If it starts to look smaller or push away, he's not the person. So if, if all of a sudden he's, you know, coming forward, then you're probably more in alignment. And that's how you can kind of play energetically to know. And this is when we said the highest and greatest good of all, for the um, good of, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Yeah. Okay? So, 
his energy will let you know if this is for his physical highest greatest good and the same with yours. You can also, one other thing that um, I think is, is good to do when you're in a situation like this, like what you're in where you're really kind of attached but, you know, and you're nervous and anxious and want to know, is um, you can have your angels talk to his angels, your people talk to his people, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. And that actually has gotten many, I know I used to teach that a long, long time ago, and a lot of women really kind of found some peace because what we have to do in a situation like this when you're kind of gripped on somebody to loosen the grip because you can't, they can't feel it. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying he's, he's having an issue or anything, but I'm just saying just in general when we're talking relationships um, and you're feeling compelled enough to call a radio show and ask that kind of a question, then that means there's, you know, there's a lot of emotion around it. It just is. It is what it is. Relationships, that's what they are. So um, to be able to sort of just detach and say to your angels, listen, I really like this guy. You know, it really feels like something that is there. But I don't want to sit around and be yeah, attached or someone. interested without, yeah. if he's not, if it's just really not for me. Can you yeah. speak to his angels and, and say, is this for our both of our highest and greatest gifts? Are we each other's person? Mm-hmm. And see your angels going to his angels and give it some time and you'll start to see that your answers start to load in. You know, you might hear lyrics okay. of songs. You might see, you know, you know, signs of various types. It may be that his behavior changes in some dramatic way, but you'll get your answer. Okay, that's much okay. more empowered than me just popping off. Yes. Oh yes, he's your soulmate. You'll be married in six months. You know, you're, you're it's definitely you know. right. I agree with you. Yes, it makes more sense, and I appreciate beautiful. You. I've been I've oh, been a fan. I'm gonna. I look forward to listening to more of your shows, and thank you so much for taking the time to answer my call. Oh, you are so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Evelyn. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Okay. So, you know, it was a really, really, really good question, and I am – it it takes a lot of courage to look at your scenarios in your life when you really, really desire something. And turn it over, okay? Turn it over to that greater part of you. So when they say, you know, you're never alone, you are never alone. But your higher self is always sort of operating as your, uh, like I said, your periscope, your your telescope, your binoculars, eyes behind your head. It's out there sort of Googling for you. (laughs) You know, it's your Google. It's like, okay, I'd like that, and how do I allow it in? Okay, as opposed to attaching. Doesn't mean that you don't have to do some act, take some action and work at things. But if you're feeling like your wheels are spinning or things are really, really um, backed up, then this is a time to follow the uh, this or something better. There is most of the time, if there's a major delay, there's one of two things happening, or what you consider a major delay. Either things are really configuring, Okay, and so that that or something better can come in and really knock your socks off. Okay, so that 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 person that whatever it is you want, that exact house or that exact car, whatever, can you know everything can configure for you, or it's being topped. Because I heard an analogy. I heard somebody, one of the big teachers, say, whatever you can think of, the biggest best version of whatever it is you want is the starting point that spirit takes for, it's the bottom of the barrel for what spirit has in store for you. Okay, so whatever your, because your mental mind can only go as far as what is experienced in the past. Okay, it can't go to something it's never seen before. Your mental mind doesn't work like that. Your energy is what puts in the stuff that you've never seen before. Okay, that's your higher self doing that. So whatever you come up with in your own mental mind that's the bottom of the barrel. That's the beginning point for what your higher self has in store. And the your chore, your chore, your task is to be in enough of a state of allowance that you let it in. And when you say, okay, this or something better, you're saying, this is the best I could think of, but if you chop better, 
Let me know. Okay? Show it, show it to me. Bring it. I'm all ears. Now, sometimes you'll get somebody and, and it'll feel like it's the worst. It's the worst. This is, I'm like, I, and I, this is why I always said, I keep getting the or something worse. I don't get the or something better. I keep getting the or something worse. What happens is your higher self knows your weaknesses. It knows where you have challenges. It knows things that you need to fix to get to be in alignment with that higher frequency, that or something better. So sometimes you'll get that or something worse, what you perceive as or something worse, because you're supposed to learn something. There's a hole here. It's like Swiss cheese. There's a hole in your program. Okay, there's a hole in something. My, one of my riding trainers used to say that to me, Mari, there's a hole in your program for this horse. She shouldn't be doing, you know, this kind of thing because I hadn't practiced or whatever, you know. And so there's a hole in your program. So you're going to learn a lesson on someone else with someone else because, number one, you, it would, you're not in frequency alignment with the ultimate person, Right. So you need to kind of heal whatever that piece is you're going to learn with this other secondary person so that when you get out of that, you're, you're, you rise, right? And then when you see those two balls of light, they start to shimmer together instead of wandering way off in the distance, bouncing all over the place. You're sort of sitting there like, what is going on? You know, you see the, the two shimmering lights coming towards each other and sort of dancing with each other instead of against each other or non-existent, et cetera. But sometimes you have to go through various checks and balances, and that's kind of like an extended divine delay because you're dealing with a whole different person, a side door. Then believe me, believe me when I tell you, when you, when you finish with that side door and the right person comes along, you see that person across the room, it is like, boom, it's just going to happen. And, you're, and everything's going to line up and you're going to go, whoa. And you'll know because that woe feeling is a feeling of the energy and the frequency like really aligned with each other. There's nothing like it, all right? So I'm going to go ahead and end here for today. If you would like to um, participate in our AHA Factor online course, be sure to join us at uh, www.theahaway.com. And we will see you most likely here next week. If it's not next week because of election day, we'll be on um, actually the week after. And um, have a good week. And we'll end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Mm -hmm.